Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Mismatch. Shea came on the backside and knocked it away. Shea spinning, bouncing off the defenders on the left side and banks it home. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I well, I don't know what we just played coming back from breaks. A Valley Sports SBA. something. Well, SGA, because because uh, Whale told us something during the break that got me really excited, and that's where my head was at for, <laughs> yeah, for a couple seconds. Right <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, our friend Drew Densick from NBC Sports will join us here in just a second. 20 minutes from now, Ken and I will get back to the National Football League. We'll talk a lot of the rumors as we approach the NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis ahead of April's NFL Draft. We're like two months away from the NFL Draft, one of our favorite betting events on the uh, on the sports calendars. We can't wait for that. We'll get you started here uh, in the thought process of the NFL Draft coming up in 20 minutes. Power Hour Final Hour will feature all our bets for tonight, NBA, College Hoops, and the National Hockey League. And we'll talk some baseball as well with our friend Jake the Snake, Hassan. But joining us right now, another one of our friends. We have a lot of friends here on the show. We're popular people. We're nice people. Uh, the, we're the best people. Uh, the whale capper, Drew Densick from NBC Sports and the Deep Dive Podcast joins us now here on a Monday on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Whale, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? Oh, tremendously well. And I love that you use the SGA bumper music because uh, that's where my head is at, man. I need the Thunder to keep winning and keep kicking butt. And I need SGA to uh, to run down Jokic in this market because uh, I got to tell you, man, uh, there are very few places you can get big time liquidity in the uh, awards pools. Um, and there's been somebody on the other side of me every click of the way. Uh, who is just sure that Jokic should be the runaway favorite in this market and keeps giving me a bettable price for SGA. And uh, we are now kind of, what do you call it? Uh, I'm, I'm digging a trench. I'm, I'm, in, I'm being in, I'm in, I'm the, I'm in the, uh, uh, I'm in the, the bunker in the trench for the Thunder and SGA in this, in this uh, market now. And, um, you know, I think uh, in general, uh, it's good to be a, a Thunderbolt. Okay, that's, that's what I was, was going to say. So there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, I The place that you're mentioning that like takes limits, like doesn't put it up every time and they allow reclicks and it kind of moves back and forth. <laughs> Even the domestics though, Whale, like and it's it, the limits are smaller, like depending on the kind of account you have. But like even there, like Jokic, like it's like goes to plus 105. Nope, like 20 cents back down again. Like it just, it's like somebody's yeah. got the alert set up <laughs> where it's like, no, no, yeah. no. Like every time he goes to, it's like Matumba, no, no, no. Every time he goes to plus, <laughs> um, like I have to play it back the other way. We had uh, we had Matt Moore on last segment and, and the way he framed it, Whale, and I'm curious if you agree with this. 
where he basically was like, you know, I think he framed it as, look, he's plugged in with some people who vote. He, he is in the media. He talks to a lot of other people in the media. And his kind of thing is, if the Thunder get the one, I think he's been told by my, my, this is me guessing based on his answer. If the Thunder get the one, he's had a lot of people tell him they're voting SGA if the Thunder get the one, that SGA will win MVP if that happens. He made like a pretty declarative statement like that. Is that, is that part of the reason why you like SGA so much or are you taking like a different approach here? What, without question, and it's it's that specific lane, <laughs> honestly. Like I, I, I just see, you know, the it, the path looks clear for them. I, I and I, I don't know. There's so many ways we could take this, but um, uh, you know, congratulations to uh, to Jokic for you know, tripling triple doubles left and right. He obviously looks like he is playing with a renewed sense of enthusiasm. Like he is, you know, he's plugged into this race. He wants to win the award back after what happened last year, apparently, uh, because he is really, uh, you know, pushing hard and the nuggets in general have elevated their quality of play coming out of the break relative to on the way in, um, on the way in, they were really, really stumbling and struggling and looked like they just kind of didn't really care as much about the regular season, which would make sense if you have just won a championship. Um, and so I kind of figured, man, this nuggets team is, is destined to, kind of you know land pretty hard with the the four seed uh and you know somebody's gonna you know pretty clearly uh you know kind of make their move here and the thunder seemed like the most likely candidate with their schedule and uh just in general with you know a young team doesn't really know that they need to save up for the postseason they're firing all their bullets here in the regular season trying to get the one seed you know they're young they're not they're less susceptible to fatigue they're healthy as they've ever been uh and uh you know adding new pieces and you know so Basically, just everything to me was pointing arrow up for OKC continuing to get, you know, to win, to play winning basketball. Um, their game against uh, the Clippers uh, on Thursday coming out of the All-Star break was just awesome. Like, particularly in the second half, the adjustments they made, the, you know, the intensity that they were playing with, everything was basically, uh, you know, kind of suggesting this team is for real and they're going to continue to play winning basketball. And, um, you know, SGA's efficiency right now is lapping Jokic's uh, over the balance of the season. Um, and he's for real. And, uh, you know, I, I think ultimately um, – you know, there's going to be a time when Denver kind of goes back through a lull uh, and or Jokic takes a little bit of a step back and lets some of the teammates do a little bit of the heavy lifting for a portion of the time while he kind of puts himself in, you know, playoff prep mode. Um, and uh, I think that's when you're going to see this flip because right now, like just on every possible case you can make, like there's just not any anything, any data from this season that tells you that, you know, Jokic is more deserving of the MVP right now. Like SGA's got him beat uh, substantially in EPM uh, and just in general, like, uh, you know, statistical performances uh, are are in his favor across basically every uh, way to measure that I can see. So, uh, yeah, I think this is, uh, I think this is going to be sort of the, the race to follow the most closely across the NBA awards. And, uh, you know, I don't want to entirely rule out the chances that Luca gets back into the mix, but they got a lot, they got a lot of ground to make up in terms of win loss. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't, am not entirely ruling out Giannis's case because his statistical profile is pretty impressive, but, um, they got to shake that stink of, you know, kind of underperforming to this point in the season. So, uh, to me, it looks like a two horse field and I think they should be a lot closer to, uh, the same price. And, uh, you know, at this point I've, I've gotten enough down where, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty committed to this one right now.
So interesting, right? Our two guests on the show today both feel pretty strongly about SGA winning MVP if the Thunder do get the one seed in the Western Conference. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday. Our guest right now, the whale capper Drew Densick from NBC Sports and the Deep Dive Podcast on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Well, I want to make sure we do some NFL drafts with you in a second because you got us really excited when we're coming back from break that you're starting to think about this stuff a little bit, right? <laughs> Combine coming up this week in Indianapolis. So let me just lob one up to you here. Yeah. Last NBA betting thought here from you. Could be an award market that you like, something else you like. Could be a thought on a team coming out of the break, a bet that you like for tonight. Give us something else that you're hot on right now in the NBA, and then maybe we could do a little national football league at the end. Okay, this goes back to the trade deadline, and it really still hasn't been correctly adjusted for by market, and it's the Brooklyn Nets offense is broken. Um, I'm kind of in shock that their team total tonight against a a Grizzlies team that will have JJJ available is 108 and a half. Uh, They just don't have any creators. Uh, They don't, they don't have a ton uh, going right now in terms of just pace or any anything to suggest that this is going to be any kind of a higher scoring game. I know at 214, you're starting to see the totals reflect more of the reality of what's going on with the Nets right now. But uh, in this particular spot, uh, Nets team total under 108 and a half is, uh, is a pretty solid bet in my opinion. I saw some stat because I, I think you know, we've talked about this on the show. Well, we had noobs on. He brought it up like the I feel like I've been so focused on the Hawks ATS record this season and like how miserable <laughs> they've been that like yeah. the Nets should be happy that the Hawks exist because the Nets have like skated by <laughs> here that they like never cover a number, never do anything. How about uh, last week we bet them in the Kevin Ollie game against Toronto and they lost yeah. by like fifteen and everyone <laughs> covers in that spot after firing the coach. Not competitive. <laughs> they got a new coach and the team was like, Nah, we're good. Like we're going to be on this one. Yeah, and for people I, who haven't yeah. seen that market, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a favorite tonight. Well, like, it, so I mean, you brought up that team total. Can you can you believe that they're favored? Like, would you bet the Grizzlies? No, I can't. I can't. Uh, I mean, the Grizzlies have their own problems, but uh, they at least are playing hard. <laughs> like, well, who has the better I, coach? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, Grizzlies surely. Um, but yeah, no. The 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 Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yeah, this this team. I I don't, I don't know. Just since since the trade deadline and with the current roster that they've got, like I just don't know what the answer. Like it's it's more than just an effort thing. It's more than just hey, we like our coach. We didn't like our old coach. I mean, they they I I just don't see the answers. Uh, and so yeah, good luck to them. All right, so we hit the NBA. Well, talking about the Brooklyn Nets, I think they're absolutely terrible. I can't believe they're favored tonight on the road to the Memphis Grizzlies. Ken and I will talk about that in the power hour, the final hour of the show. So, well, we are starting to see now some NFL draft markets opening up. And obviously, we're still two months out. The scouting combine hasn't even happened yet. Free agency hasn't happened yet. So we will see a more robust offering in the weeks and months to come here as we approach the NFL draft. But as you start to get your ducks in a row a little bit here and start conceptualizing how this is going to play out, and I know, like yeah. you have a network of people that you talk to. Ken does. I do. Like we all like share information, try and like make bets that we can win. Is there is there anything that you're thinking about right now as we approach the NFL draft? Even if there's not a market for this thing that that you're thinking about open, that's okay. But give us something that you're a little hot on right now as it concerns the NFL draft. Um. Well, the obvious. Top top of the draft is really where you have to focus, considering how little information there is so far. This is an information marketplace. This is not a this is not this is a very different type of betting than ninety nine percent of what we talk about, um, which makes it fun. 
and uh, first overall pick is pretty much cooked now that Caleb Williams is going to the Bears, which means the Bears are probably trading, Jay, you know, uh, pro- probably tr- uh, trading Justin Fields. Well, can I um, can I can I interject yeah. just to ask you this question? Um, yeah. Peter King, who like retired today from from writing sure. columns for NBC, um, kind of like lobbed one out there, like lobbed a grenade in in his final column, and and basically said like I I'm kind of thinking that the Bears are going to trade this pick and maybe keep mm-hmm. Justin Fields. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Did that give you any pause? I think a lot of people kind of agree with you that honestly it makes no sense for them to keep fields like get a new rookie and reset like the rookie the rookie contract right for for a quarterback um did that kind of give you any pause with that thought that chicago is definitely taking caleb williams and then please continue with your answer well yeah i mean like the the bears should be telling everyone who has a column that's widely read that they're interested in everything right like they should be they should be because they like realistically you want to know what the value of this pick is even if it's just swapping one and two and you're going to take it that you you think you maybe you think that the margin between williams and may is is narrow and you know you're like okay well you know maybe we can get you know the entire future portfolio of the commanders and you know and and still get a guy that we think is just as good uh maybe they want to flip down a couple times like they they were they they were the beneficiaries of the most you know of, of the trade last year to a degree that i don't think anyone thought was possible where they now are sitting here uh with the first overall pick and a player who potentially could um you know net them compensation and fields now i think they're probably asking too much for all this stuff because they you know they got that uh uh the, the bravado that comes along with uh you know killing it uh with last year's trade move so um you know they probably aren't going to get the offers they think they're going to get for fields uh and they probably are going to just stick there and take Williams, in my opinion. Um, there are people who kind of more plugged in and more in the know about the Bears in Chicago. And, you know, in particular, the um, a little bit of a sea change in terms of power as far as, you know, president of football uh, being more involved. And um, at least people that are close to him have, have indicated pretty strongly that they're moving on and it's going to be Caleb. So uh, I would be uh, sincerely surprised if the Bears don't take Williams first overall uh, at this point. And, um, and I think uh, him going, you know, you're, you're not even really betting on that. You, you know, Williams is the first overall pick is, is what you're betting on. So even if somebody does come in with a godfather offer, like he's still going there. You know, he's still, it's still going to be Williams, not any of these other guys, as far as I can tell you. So, um, you know, the, the draft starts at two. And I think uh, if you kind of operate under the idea that the Bears are going to ask too much for that pick and the commanders ultimately are going to stick with number two, uh, then, you know, people are going to be hanging on every word. Uh, for the branch, you know, that, that, that hive, uh, you know, the commanders, um, uh, you know, brass who are in Indianapolis for the combine, like they're going to be the most important people to listen to uh, their, their sound bites, read their quotes uh, and get whatever Intel you can on who they are tipping between uh, uh, Drake may and, uh, and presumably Jaden Daniels. Um, and uh, once you kind of get that nailed down, that's a pretty decent market right now. Uh, and then uh, third overall Patriots is presumably the other one of those players. I think macro wise, I look at the draft and I see a lot of round one offensive players. I think you're probably looking at 19 or 20 even uh, out of the 32 first round picks being offensive players. The quarterback uh, pool obviously has been well covered and is very deep. The wide receiver pool is very deep. The offensive lineman pool is very deep. So you have you know, kind of a lot of opportunities to fill premier positions across your offense, you know, deep into round one of the draft. So uh, excited to see what kind of market goes up ultimately for, um, you know, positions, right? Like offense versus defense type of number. Like if they hang a 19 and a half or something like that, like that for offense, I would, I would be pretty excited. And I would take some offensive position bets there. Cause I think this is just pretty tilted uh, first round in my opinion, at least uh, with quarterbacks, wide receivers and offensive linemen. Can we just uh can we like get there already? 
That's it's, um, it's, 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 it really is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really. And, and I mean, just think about this. Like the combine hasn't even really started yet. Like the the flood of information and rumors that are going to be coming out of Indianapolis, it's going to be it's going to be the best. Uh, Drew Densick's the best, and we always appreciate his time with us here on the show. We had his uh, his podcast partner at NBC, Jay Croucher, was on the show with us last week. Their show, Bet the Edge, is fantastic. We urge people to check it out. Well, also does a podcast with our friend Andy Molitor called The Deep Dive. Uh, that's awesome, and people should check it out. I think a lot of our listeners also check out The Deep Dive. Well, is on Twitter at whale underscore capper my friend we appreciate you good luck with your bet stay well um going on like a sick vacation coming up or just got back from what a jerk just like get the hell out of here man enjoy and we'll talk soon hey the off season is the best best of luck guys uh and appreciate you as always yeah the great drew densick joining us here on the show um yeah that was i thought his answer was great about Peter King saying, oh, well, maybe the sure. Bears are going to trade. And he's like, yeah, like if, if you're the Bears, of course you want that out there. We're open for business. Yeah, what do you guys right. got? You got anything good? I, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I thought that was a great answer from Drew, and he's 100% sure. right. On yeah, the other side, Ken and him, we'll see. Uh, Ken and I will talk more National Football League. Get you set to bet the NFL draft. We know we're two months away, but never too early. That's coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.